The views and opinions expressed by guests on this program are not necessarily the views of Thinking Bigger Business Media, Inc. or its employees. Welcome to Smart Companies Thinking Bigger Radio. Get the inside scoop on how America's most successful business owners transform their entrepreneurial vision into reality. And listen in as some of the top business minds in the country serve up practical advice, tips, and insights for growing your business. Now, here's your host, Kelly Scanlon. Good morning. Welcome to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Jordan Goodman. He is known as America's Money Answers Man because he's been answering Americans' questions about personal finance for more than 35 years. He was also the Wall Street correspondent at Money Magazine for 18 years and the financial commentator on NBC News for nine years. He's also been on Marketplace Radio for six years. He's a regular guest on radio and TV shows across America, and he's the host of the National Money Answers radio show on the Voice America Business Network. He's written 14 books on financial topics, including the Dictionary of Finance and Investment Terms, Fast Profits in Hard Times, Master Your Debt, and The Ultimate Guide to Student Loans. Welcome to the show today, Jordan. Great to be with you, Kelly. Okay. Lots to talk about this morning. And small business owners who are listening, make sure you have a pen and pencil because he's going to give you lots of resources to go look up as well. Let's talk first about growing your business. You talk about leveraging in order to grow your business. Now, some of our listeners might hear that and think that you're telling them to go into debt. Is that what you're talking about when you say leverage? Okay, what is it? I I like to get out of debt, not to go into more debt. Mm -hmm. But leverage is a concept. And if you get it, it means you have unlimited potential to grow your business. And what I mean by leverage is using other people's and other companies' expertise and resources uh, to grow your business. And it benefits both sides. It's a win-win. You only have, as a small business person, 24 hours a day. In fact, hopefully you sleep occasionally, so you have less than 24 <laughs> hours a day. Um, and uh, you're just limited by how much you can do yourself. But if you have other people's efforts working with you, you could just have incredible growth. It's just incredible. So I'll, let me just take my own example, Kelly, okay? Because I, I do this all the time. And this may be of some inspiration to the listeners a little bit. Yes, because you're a so, small business owner too. Yeah. I am a small business owner. So my business is helping people with their personal finances in various ways. And so my business model is to hook up with the best personal finance service uh, providers out there in every field. I mean, I've got like 60 of them that I deal with, helping people pay their mortgages off faster and get better credit cards and investment and all these different things. So I don't have to do all those things, but what I do is I refer people to those places, Mm -hmm. they do their things, and then I get referral fees to help people get better services. So I'll just give you one example. There's a place I work with, uh, which is called truthinequity.com, which helps people pay their 30-year mortgages off in five to seven years on the existing level of income they've got today. Now, that's something most people have never heard about at all. Mm-hmm. Now, I know all about it, but I don't do it, if you see what I mean. But they do it. That's what their expertise is at. Right. So the leverage in my case is I'm on radio shows and TV shows and podcasts and things like this. If I refer people to truthtoequity.com, they do their thing. I get a referral fee for referring somebody when some business happens. The customer gets a good service they don't know about. Truth and equity gets customers, and I'm in the middle kind of helping them out. So my leverage is 
just referring people to a place that I know can really help them, they do their thing and everybody wins. That, that's an example of leverage. I don't have to be doing the truth and equity stuff. I just have to refer people to it. Sure. So you will find strategic partners that you can use as referral partners as well, and it's a right. win-win for everybody. What are some other ways that you can leverage? For for a couple that I'm thinking about, and, and you can tell me if these fall into what you're thinking, is that perhaps um, you can leverage your suppliers so that if you buy certain quantities from them, you get better payment terms or discounts or, you know, leverage in that way. Is that is that what you're talking about too? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. The key thing about leverage has got to be win-win, right? So the supplier in that case gets more, more sales than they would get otherwise, and you get a discount. If you have a win-win relationship, that is positive leverage. Uh, leverage, as you say, people think of it as debt. That to me is negative leverage. <laughs> I mean, there are times going into debt can make sense. And mm-hmm. uh, if you have a business opportunity to take advantage of, you've got a, a temporary uh, slowdown in cash flow that you're going to get through. That's fine. I don't want to go into a lot of debt, uh, but appropriate leverage is correct. So a lot of business owners could think of all the people they're dealing with, their customers, their vendors, uh, their banks, and so on, as sources of positive leverage is probably a good way to put it. Okay. Let's move on then to your corporate structure. Some people might be thinking, my corporate structure, I set that up a long time ago when I first went into business and haven't thought twice about it since then. Why is that so important when it comes to uh, money? I find a lot of people have the incorrect corporate structure for the kind of business they have today. The way I always like to put it is when you form a business in the first place, set up a structure so you're able to sell it, later. could be five years, could be 30 years from now, but have it structured so it's easier to sell in the future. So there are different structures to choose from. The subchapter S, the sole proprietorship, where you basically run it out of your personal bank account. Subchapter C, LLC, limited liability corporation, limited partnership. And all of them have pros and cons as to what's best for your situation. Also, I would say you want to have asset protection. This is something a lot of small business owners do not think about. Uh, now that, by asset protection, I mean protection against lawsuits, which is mm-hmm. happening all the time, mm-hmm. protection against excess taxes, uh, protection against all kinds of things that you don't know are out there. So what I've done in my own case, if this helps, Kelly, is I've set up a Nevada corporation, which you can do from anywhere. Your, your business can be in any state. Right. But if your LLC or subchapter is based in Nevada, you have asset protection uh, that you don't have in any other state. And that's why I find it very, very helpful to do so. Uh, I'm going to give lots of websites and resources all the way through. So in this particular case, a place that can help you figure out the best structure for yourself is businessanswerstoday.com. They've also got a phone number, 877-627-5555. That's a place called Nevada Corporate Planners. And they've done this for tens of thousands of businesses in many cases, moving them from a sole proprietorship into an LLC or a sub-S or something like that. Uh, For example, can you bring in investors? Um, It's kind of hard to do that with a sub-S, but you can do that with a sub-C. You can bring that in with an LLC. It's hard to do that with limited liability, with a a limited partnership. So that's one question you want to ask. Uh, What are the taxable uh, questions about these things? Um, So there's just a lot of different pros and cons uh, but a lot of people do it wrong. <laughs> they, sure. they get into the business because they're fascinated by the business, not the structure of the business. Exactly. But in many cases, it can really mess you up if you have the wrong structure. 
I, I do a lot of public speaking, and I've been speaking lately to a lot of dentists. I just happen to have a lot of dentists <laughs> I've been speaking. Well, in many cases, the way they their exit strategy is selling their practice to another dentist coming up. Well, if they're structured the wrong way, it's really hard to sell your practice. That's just like a small example. So you want to be structured so that's maximum profitability, you're protected against uh, liabilities like lawsuits, and you're able to sell it eventually. Right. And I, and I know some business owners that I have talked to in the last couple of years that were uh, sub S uh, corporate or just S corporations got uh, in trouble during the recession because they had a few years of losses that got that became trapped losses that as they're trying to build their basis back up in there because it's a pass through kind of That's situation right. with taxes. And here they have these trapped losses now with a five year limitation coming up that they may not ever be able to claim. And so right. so you ha- just have yeah. to think through all those things. With a sub S, everything flows through positive and negative to your personal returns, which can be positive. If you have losses, then you have personal gains. Those losses can offset your gains. But if you don't, you know, in many cases, as you say, there are trap losses that disappear after five mm-hmm. years. So anyway, I can't go through all the pros right. and cons of all the different ones, but there's a resource that can go through in your specific situation and see what's best for you. And maybe switching uh, to another corporate structure. And I, I think Nevada is, you know, because they're so uh, uh, helpful in asset protection is a good place to go. So that businessanswerstoday.com can hopefully help some of your folks. Yeah, or you can call 877-627-5555. Let's uh, talk a little bit now about corporate cash and how to make the most of that. There are some businesses that have uh, cash that's just sitting in bank accounts, and it's really doing nothing. Interest rates aren't very great right now. And so essentially it's not earning anything. What are some of the alternatives to that? So you're right. A lot of companies, the better you do, the more corporate cash you have sitting around earning nothing. Actually, Mm -hmm. It's going to stay that way. As far as the eye can see, I mean, the Fed Reserve may raise rates a quarter point or so, but it's really not going to affect what you earn on cash. So there are some very, very safe ways to earn decent yields on your cash inside a corporation. You can do this as an individual as well, but inside your company. Uh, Something that I do is what's called commercial mortgage bridge loans, and that's a way of earning 6% super safely over one year. Um, And what they're doing is they're lending money to high-quality commercial real estate projects. could be an office building, a shopping center, a medical building, something where they need the money to renovate or improve themselves over a one-year period. Now, you know that it's really tough getting a loan from a bank these days because of all the Dodd-Frank rules and so Mm -hmm. on. I mean, basically, regulars are telling the banks, never take any risk on anybody for the rest of human existence, basically. (laughs) So AT&T can get a loan, but your local small business is doing just fine wants to renovate their building, cannot in many cases. So they go to the private market, which is what this is, borrow money, maybe at a 10% rate or something like that for a short period of time. You as the investor get six. The loan originator that put the deals together maybe gets four, but you get 6% on 100% of your money at all time. Uh, Now there's a website people can find out more about this, which is commercialmortgagebridgeloans.com. They've also got a phone number, 888-518. 3113. And this is where I've been keeping my corporate cash. Now, it's uh, typically uh, $50,000 minimum. Uh, one year, you get monthly checks. At the end of the year, you get your money back, at which time you can do another one, if you like. Hmm. Um, so it's kind of helping other small businesses uh, improve their properties one way or the other. You, as the lender, are in first position on their property. So this is an existing property 
that does not have a mortgage on it or any other liens, any tax liens or anything like that, you are in first position. The maximum they lend against that property is 65% of the value of the property. On top, and you are in first position, but the, the loan originators also have what's called a mortgage fund, which is a $100 million fund, which is in second position. So in the highly unlikely chance that somebody does not make the payment on the first, the mortgage fund will make up the difference, and you will get your interest in principal as due. They've done this for 35 years. Nobody's ever lost a penny. Wow. Uh, so there's a way of earning 6% instead of zero on your corporate cash. And then, again, you can do this in an individual and in IRAs as well. Okay, so commercialmortgagebridgeloans.com. And uh, phone number, do you have a phone number for that one too? 888-518-3113. Okay, 888-518-3113, commercialmortgagebridgeloans.com. On that note, we're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to flip the coin and talk about how to manage your debt. You're listening to Smart Companies Radio on Blog Talk Radio. We'll be right back. Interested in growing your business? Thinking Bigger Business Media has the resources you need to grow your company to the next level, whether it's an aspiring business, a startup, established, or mature. Thinking Bigger provides the how-to strategies, critical connections, and key information to make your business more productive and more profitable. Check them out at ithinkbigger.com and find out what successful Kansas City business owners already know. Thinking Bigger Business Media is the resource for growing businesses. Visit them today at ithinkbigger.com. I'm Sarah. I'm Ellen. One night, I was at a bar. One night, I was at a bar. I had one too many drinks. I had one too many drinks. I got behind the wheel. I got a cab. A squirrel ran across the road. A squirrel ran across the road. I swerved. The cab swerved. I hit a guy. The cabbie just missed a guy. I wish I took a cab. Thank goodness I took a cab. You have the choice to save a life. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the Department of Transportation and the Ad Council. Good morning. Welcome back to Smart Companies Radio. I'm Kelly Scanlon, publisher of Thinking Bigger Business Media. Our guest today is Jordan Goodman. He is America's Money Answers Man. He has been on media across the country, has his own radio show too. And we're talking here today about how businesses can better manage their cash, better manage their money, answer some of these financial questions for them. Uh, let's talk now about how to manage your business debts. Obviously, you want to keep those debts to a minimum, but when you have them, what are some of the things that you can do to not let them take advantage of you? So the idea, Kelly, is to do what I call prioritization. Okay, You may have many different creditors as a business, but some creditors are more, more important than others. Okay, If you have the utility company and you don't pay your bill, and they turn your lights off and close you down. That's a pretty high priority for a creditor, okay? Yes. If you, if you had a lawyer that did you a contract three years ago that you never did anything with, it's like that's not that high a priority. It would be nice to pay them, but not, not that high a priority. So the idea is if you're being buried by creditors and letters and phone calls, you're kind of you know, cowering under your desk waiting for the next uh, attack from your creditors, you got to get some help to get this whole situation under control. So there are places that will help you do this prioritization, and there's a website for that, helpwithpayables.com, and their phone number, 877-377-3669. So what they do is they've got a very sophisticated system, an algorithm actually, where they take each one of your creditors and prioritize how much leverage they have over your business. And the ones with the highest leverage get the biggest score, and the ones with the lowest leverage get the least score. And then based on that, they offer a deal to the creditors and say, okay, would you take 
100 cents of the dollar if you're going to wait five years, or will you take five cents of the dollar over you, or you if you get it in two months? And then the creditors agree to what they're willing to, to accept based on you know, their, their own situation. And then it's all done. And then you make one payment to this company. It's called corporate turnaround. Mm-hmm. And they disperse the money to the creditors. And anytime a creditor has an issue, they deal with corporate turnaround. They don't deal with you. So it frees you as a business to run your business instead of being exactly. running from creditors all the time. Okay, So it's a relief. And they tell me at corporate turnaround about 75 or 80% of the businesses they deal with, they save. Because otherwise, these businesses just get inundated. Uh, and it's really hard to run the business when you're getting c- calls from creditors all the time. So that's just managing those business debts can make a huge difference in the success of your business. Not only frees you up from having to deal with the creditors, but you have a little bit of peace of mind knowing that the money is going, being allocated in your best interest because uh, I think the probably the natural thing for a business owner to do is whoever is yelling the loudest is probably exactly. going to get their money that day, but it may not be the smartest move or the right amount to pay for the pay at that time. So it's the squeaky wheel syndrome, I guess exactly, you might say. Exactly, exactly. The squeakiest wheel may not be the most important creditor mm-hmm. with the most leverage. So this is kind of a professional way, and these, there's no way an individual business is going to know these leverage ratios is what they call it. They've done this for thousands and thousands of businesses over like 30 years, so they know exactly down to two decimal points from a scale of one to ten what amount of leverage different kind of creditors have over you. So anyway, there might be help a lot of people out there who have a lot of business debts, and instead of cowering under your desk, <laughs> have them help you, and you can actually spend time running your business instead of running from creditors. Again, that website, helpwithpayables.com. Let's talk about financing now. You mentioned in the first half of the show that it's very, very difficult with Dodd-Frank and the new regulations and so forth to get bank loans. Uh, So what what are some of the alternatives for getting financing and at reasonable rates? So there's some good ones and bad ones, Kelly. Okay. There are a lot of companies that want to lend to small businesses. Uh, For example, hedge funds. I mean, you can get a decent yield by lending to small businesses if you do it right. Uh, there are individuals. There's crowdfunding. There are a lot of different ways that are kind of alternatives to the traditional banks to get lending uh, these days. Uh, there's a website that kind of gets you no matter where the best source is going to be that can help you get financing, and that website is companylendingsolutions.com. They've also got a phone number, 877 and they've had many, many decades of experience of getting small business loans from a variety of sources. It could be a hedge fund, could be a crowdfunding platform, could be an insurance company. There's lots of different ways, but you as a business don't know how to find these things. So that's the good way to do it. The bad way to do it, which is very prevalent these days, are what are called merchant cash advance loans. Oh, yes. Now, you see these all the time. They're very, very aggressive uh, in sending mailings. Uh, websites, all kinds of things. Basically, what they do is attach your receivables, uh, like credit card receivables, and they're going to take over your uh, merchant processing. And every day that you have sales, they're going to take a little piece, 1%, 2% out of that um, to repay the loan. So the advantages are you get your money quickly. One or two days, it's an unsecured loan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can happen very fast. The disadvantages, lots of fees, and extremely high interest rates, 40 50%, wow. something like that. Now, it's all kind of buried in there. Uh, I call this, the merchant cash advances, the payday loans of small businesses, because <laughs> that's what you are. You kind of get on this endless treadmill where you, know, you have to pay off one loan and you don't have enough money, 
So you get another loan and just kind of bury yourself uh, in, in these things all the time. Um, so there's a lot of hedge fund money that's gone into that world. Uh, it is not regulated right now. Uh, the Dodd-Frank regulations were about banking specifically excluded these small business loans. For, for example, the, the CFPB, the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, is specifically excluded from regulating small business loans. So as far as I'm concerned, this is an area of uh, exploitation of small businesses. So if you can possibly avoid it, even though it may sound easy, I would avoid these merchant cash advances and instead do traditional lending, which is going to be at far lower interest rates and lower fees at a website like companylendingsolutions.com. I'm curious, why were they excluded? Uh, lobbying. Well, <laughs> duh, yeah. Okay. That's uh, why these things happen, you know? Sure. Okay, so companylendingsolutions.com do not get caught up in the merchant cash advance sure. loans, which all of us have seen a lot lately. Now, very, very important here, improving your business credit score. Can't stress that enough. Talk to us about that. So a lot of people don't even know they have a business credit score, but mm -hmm. they do. Um, there are two big companies, uh, Dun & Bradstreet uh, and Experian have um, business credit scores. Uh, Dun & Bradstreet has what's called the Paydex score, which is how well you pay your bills. Uh, a perfect score is 80, actually. Uh, and Experian has the same kind of thing, a business score there. You've got to stay on top of that because if you apply for credit, if you want vendors, if you want investors, they're going to check out your business credit score. And in many cases, uh, you, you're not staying on top of it. Now, that takes a little bit of effort. So, for example, uh, Dun Bradstreet needs to know who, who your creditors are, who your vendors are. They wouldn't know that. So you give them uh, names, phone numbers of your vendors, and then Dun Bradstreet will go and contact those creditors to say, how well do you pay your bills? Um, so it takes a little bit of effort. Some bills can be reported automatically, like credit card bills, utility bills, things like that. But, you know, like your accountant or your office supply store, this kind of stuff, they wouldn't know that you're buying things from those places. Uh, so you have to supply those names, and then they do the effort. But it really pays off to have your credit score be in as good shape as possible. Now, just like with your personal credit score, there can be all kinds of mistakes on your business credit score. True. And you've got to stay on top of that one. Um, there's a place that can help you actually get errors off your business credit score, and their website is tourdebusiness.com, T-O-U-R-D-E, business.com. They've also got a phone number, 732-413-8559. And that's what they do, is they work with Duns, Bradstreet, and Experian to get you uh, as clean a credit score as possible and get your Paydex score up. Uh, and that's going to really help your business. If you have a higher Paydex score, you're going to get better terms, lower interest rates, and it helps your business enormously compared to having a lower Paydex score that shows you're not paying your bills on time. It's exactly the same thing as in your personal mm -hmm. life, Kelly. When you have a good credit score uh, from Experian or Equifax or TransUnion, you get better credit at lower interest rates and better terms. Exactly the same thing with small businesses. Yeah, and if you have a sole proprietorship, you're, it's going to be your personal credit score that they look at in terms of getting a loan because it's going to be you taking out the loan personally. Would that be correct? That, that is correct, but that's mm -hmm. not a good idea. I mean, if yeah. you're really serious <laughs> about starting a business, you should have it as a separate company. We talked about Subchapter yes. S or LLC. It's a business, okay? This is yeah. not a little hobby, okay? And set it up as a separate business, have its own business scores, its own vendors, 
credit cards in the name of the business, its own bank account. It should be a separate business, which has all kinds of tax advantages, but also it allows you to sell it in the future as well. Um, so you're right. A lot of people have sold proprietorships. It's all done off their personal uh, credit scores. They're using their personal credit cards for the business. I know they do it all the time. Not a good idea, because uh, then if the business goes down, it sinks you individually as well. Absolutely. Yeah. If if you had to leave, we've covered so many things here today, great resources, great websites to check out. If you had to leave our listeners with one thought today, what would it be? Well, I think uh, have your business be serious, okay? Uh, it should not be a little hobby on the side. That's a hobby, okay? Hobbies are fine, but mm-hmm. if you're running a business, run it as a business. Create good credit scores. Uh, use leverage, as we talked about. Uh, have your corporate cash working for you. Uh, you know, do a lot of things we talked about here, and you can do very well. Business, there's a lot of encouragement in the tax code to run a business. It's, it's one of the best ways to save on taxes and get great benefits long-term. You can uh, re- save a lot more for retirement through a small business. There's all kinds of things that are deductible as a small business that are not deductible as an individual. So if you do it right, this is the best possible way to grow wealth in this country. If you do it wrong, it can be a complete mess and take down your personal finances as well. So hopefully some of the resources I've given today can help people do well with their personal finances and their small businesses. And my website may be helpful to people as well, which is moneyanswers.com. I've got loads of resources, videos, links, and I'm glad to take emails uh, from your listeners as well. And can they get your email address through the website, moneyanswers.com? There's a little Ask Jordan box at moneyanswers.com, and I get emails from people all the time. Have them leave their phone number. I sometimes even call people back, so I love to help them. Excellent. Now, are all the links that you mentioned today on your website too? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So and many, wh- many more, about 60 different links. These are okay. <laughs> a few samples of what I talk about. So moneyanswers.com. Go out and look at all the resources that Jordan has out there on his website. You can also email him, and uh, he may even give you a call back. Jordan, it's been great having you on the show today. Lots of uh, really great resources. Thanks for sharing. Thanks so much, Kelly. And if you'd like to learn more about how to grow your business, please visit our website at ithinkbigger.com. Follow us on Facebook, Thinking Bigger Business Media, or on Twitter at I Think Bigger. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.